Aloha, this is Emily Schramm with another Meathead Hippie Podcast. I have something really, uh, how do I say it? It's just like a little ding that I just want to dig into. I mentioned this in a podcast formerly, not that long ago, about bitters and how it ties into our own hormone health. And so I want to just read you this piece in this book that I'm in love with and I want to make you think and I also want to make you go get bitters and eat more bitters because we all need to do it. It's like a big thing that is so much more about our own inability to look at our shadows and only see pleasure and sweetness and this addiction to sugar and then our own depression and our own cycles of staying in these places, feeling stagnant. And then, of course, the manifestation of what that does to our body, whether it's irregular cycles or heavy hormone bleeds or uh, low sex drive, like the millions of things that all of us are dealing with, you know, from adrenal issues to brain health to gut health. Like we all have something going on or we've all healed something or we know somebody who's healing something. And so this was just a really basic approach that I just can't stop thinking about. So I'm going to read it to you and I hope you enjoy it. So this is James Green. It's called The Male Herbal, a beautiful book called Healthcare for Men and Boys. And really it's herbal medicine that is good for women is good for men, period, across the board. And making sure that men are included in the conversation I think is so important. We talk a lot about healing our own masculine energy and that's definitely something that I'm so obsessed with understanding about myself this divine masculine, this divine feminine. There's so much feminine rising, right? This awakening, this light portal of love and compassion and nurturing. And at the same time, with all of us just rising to it and just embodying it and being expressive and holding space for ourselves and therefore others and healing relationships in our own life with our sisters or our friends or our coworkers or our siblings, literally and figuratively, there is so much beauty, but there's also this feeling that I have that we are like all ready to burst something, but if the masculine isn't ready to hold that, uh, we're never gonna get anywhere. So we have to keep understanding the masculine in ourselves where is it broken? Where are the shadows? And then hold space for those who are healing that, especially men who are healing masculine energy and giving them a little bit of credit when we can. And I don't know if this resonates, but there was a post that I saw that was just like, men are beautiful. Men are here to help us. Men are safe. And there was definitely a moment in me where I was like, wow, I need to start saying those things. Like we have this like kind of angry at men culture, which I'm okay with because certain rights have been taken away from so many people in our country. And um, that's not coming from women, but it is coming from some women. So there's just a lot of, okay, what do we do? How do we get to baseline? How do we heal this? How do we have equal masculine and feminine? And what does that look like? So this tangent is unimportant. What's important is what I'm about to read and I hope it resonates. This is Green's hypothesis number two, that the predominant avoidance and lack of the daily bitter flavor experience in Western diet is a subtle primary cause of male and female sexual organ and immune system deficiencies. And you know what, you all, I agree with Green. 
It is my opinion that the nearly complete lack of bitter flavored foods in the overall U.S. and Canadian diet, and this has trickled to across the world, is a major contributor to common cultural health imbalances such as PMS, female and male sexual organ dysfunctions, hormonal imbalances, migraine headaches, indigestion, liver and gallbladder dysfunction, abnormal metabolism, hypoglycemia, diabetes, etc. The only bitter flavored items commonly eaten in our culture is coffee and chocolate, usually sweetened, highly acidic, and the hops and beer, bitter stouts or dark bitter beers, salad, which is so depleted in nutrients. I'm kind of going back and forth, so some of this is him writing and some of this is my own tangent, which is so depleted in nutrients, it's not even funny. Oh, tasteless hybrid lettuces covered in sweet, salty, tangy dressings. And then hopefully, slowly, this introduction to bitters again. But what I love about this is that there is, when you have bitters, there's a general stimulation of the flow of digestive juices from your stomach, liver, pancreas, and duodenum, which in turn stimulates your appetite, digestion, and assimilation. It wakes your body up. Accompanying this, the bitter action appears to help the intestinal walls repair any damage by stimulating their self-repair mechanisms because your body does know how to heal itself. Bitter action stimulates the flow of stomach acid. It helps us actually secrete the things we need. That's why we have bitters before we eat something. It's a nice way to, to wake it all up, right? To give our body a warning sign that something's about to enter our stomach so that our stomach knows how to break down the food that we're eating through the amylase in our in our spit you know the digestive enzymes uh, all of this right we we have to sometimes supplement with digestive enzymes and with digestive complete i have a new digest supplement box that i'm obsessed with because if i don't know what i'm eating it will hurt my stomach sometimes so these grab and go digestive packs but the goal is to get to the root where we actually create all of this on our own we kickstart it, we give our body the cofactors with baseline nutrients so that it has the things that it needs to build it, but then we let it happen on its own. We don't have an over-dependency on really strict diets or really strict macros and really strict protocols that f- make us forget to live our lives. And this is what I really loved about him. This is sweet. The mistake of eliminating the bitter flavor from our daily experience is like eliminating one of the colors from the rainbow's light spectrum. It is nutritionally important and intriguingly enjoyable to recultivate the appreciation of bitter flavors, which can concurrently diminish the inordinate health-threatening thirst for sweet and salty flavors. So if we are craving, craving, craving foods that are not good for us, and this is, you know, tying into the 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 desire to emotionally connect with food, our absence of love and our desire to connect with love or through food because we're missing some of that love, right? This is something that's really beautiful because if we're really craving sweet and salty, even though there are some other indicators of why we're craving craving sweet and salty, some of them being magnesium deficiencies or with salt, an adrenal issue that needs to be addressed, So it's not a bad thing, but consistently craving those things is a sign that our body is out of balance. And just adding bitters can help open up that profile. 
<laughs> it's my, this is back to James. It's my opinion that the habit developed throughout our lifetime of avoiding bitter flavored foods and herbs has created a chronic dysfunction in our livers and our organs of digestion, assimilation, and excretion, which causes secondary hormone imbalances, which is just so accurate. I mean, we are, all of us need liver support period. There's just so much love that we need to be giving our liver, even just holding your right side of your body and saying under your rib cage and saying, I love you liver. Thank you for detoxifying me and making sure that I am functioning well and taking care of so many things that I just, I just abuse you. <laughs> I, I kick your ass every day and you still keep me going. I mean, it's just so amazing what our organs do. So giving your liver a little bit of love and then if you need it, I do have a liver love supplement, which is so important for phase one and phase two detoxification. If you need that support, along with digestive bitters and bitter foods, like Green is talking about, it's like powerful stuff. I mean, it's just, especially with hormone issues, PMS issues, skin issues. Okay, and this is what I really like. Hand in hand with the avid avoidance of bitter flavors in the diet, the North American psyche refuses to deal with the bitter shadows of its life, routinely projecting the darker side of its own nature onto others, individually in relationships and nationally in foreign policy. We Westerners seem quite unwilling to deal with the difficulties and more bitter struggles of life. We look predominantly towards sweetness of living happily ever after. We refuse to look at and accept the darker aspects of our own personal being. And this is the final piece I just want to say. It's so true. It's so easy for you to, for me to, for us to see something. Maybe it is a person, a relationship, a lover, a friend, and then something happens, right? There's struggle and strife or an argument or a break, a discomfort. An interaction has happened and now it's not all love and rainbows or something is causing dysfunction and instead of us looking internally and realizing that what we're looking at is a mirror of us right what we do not like in others is what we do not like in ourselves that is what we all are learning and accepting because if we can accept those parts in ourselves, then we are going to actually heal we cannot keep healing and saying we're trying to heal and still put blame on other. Looking at someone and saying, you did this to me, it's your fault, and I'm so guilty of this, we all do this. And the way that I've written about this in my book, The Process, is that I try to flip it. So instead of getting in the guilt-shame cycle, it's realizing that, okay, if that's something that I do, I look at someone and I'm pointing blame at them and I'm becoming the victim because it's easier, it's safer for me to not look at myself, to avoid the self-understanding that there's deep, dark shadows in there that are just like what I'm looking at in this person, I always flip it to say, well, think of it this way. There's beautiful humans that you admire and you respect and hopefully you look up to or that you're inspired by or, you know, there's just people in your life you're like gravitated towards or whoever that is, that image in your head feeling that image and respecting that person and realizing that that too, those traits that you love, even if you don't realize it, you have that in yourself. So the shadow goes 
this mirror goes both both ways with the shadow and the light and when we accept the full story right we can walk in the light in very (laughs) very big ways this is no longer a kind of a walk or a limp walk or a shadow walk or morning walk evening walk it's an anytime walk we can walk all we want and we walk with wholeness we walk with all the parts of us so Without further ado, that is it for my little snippet of Meathead Hippie Podcast. It's another little short podcast. There's a few more waiting for you if you haven't listened. But some of my favorite bitter herbs, and this is a former hashtag if you ever want to go down the rabbit hole of my entire life, go to the hashtag on Instagram, vegoutwithm, V-E-G-O-U-T-W-I-T-H-E-M, vegoutwithm, where we picked a veggie of the day or the veggie of the week, and we would just experiment with it. Oh, it's 444. How fun. So bitters that I love are radicchio, dandelion, dandelion greens, wild lettuces, miner's lettuce, even just letting your little gems, <laughs> which we grow a lot of in this at this farm that I'm at, just letting them grow a little too long, and you're going to get the bitter. And one of my easiest ways to do it, whether it's, you know, before you eat or while you're eating it, like radicchio, I love grilling it and then adding some honey, but I try to just do raw radicchio before I eat too, is you can blend up these things. So if you have a bunch of greens and you really don't want to eat them, blend them up, put them in a smoothie. Of course, you know, I love my detox complete protein, which is so good for all things, liver and digestion, speaking of, and also equip protein is a really great protein as well. It's just a fancy way of putting in everything you need, but it's even more important to get that type of kick. Even if it might not feel enjoyable at first, I promise you your taste buds will learn to adapt and changing the profile so that we can not just be in this sweet, pleasurable, everything is cookies and rainbows. I don't want to see the darkness. Let's see the darkness. Give me all the bitter. It's like the Scorpio in the world. Just give it to me. Let's go. And I hope this inspires you to go get some more bitter vegetables and see what incorporating them into your daily life might do for your own hormones and your own immune system and just overall your own awareness of waking up your body, getting the digestion going. Let's stop being stagnant. It is time to wake up. Big love. I'm Emily Schramm. This is a Meathead Happy Podcast short. Thank you for being a listener, and I will see you all soon.